Hi there, my name's Adam Parr. I'm the podcast host, the Parr City Podcast. In this podcast, you'll be listening to me connect with people from different walks of life, from the military to people in the music industry to people in the self-help industry and many other areas of life. In this podcast, I'll be talking about topics from self-help, mental health, motivation, spirituality, mindset, society, current affairs, and much, much more. If you enjoy this podcast, please subscribe, share, and let me know your feedback. My main intention on this podcast is to have a positive impact. For you, the the listener, to take something positive from it, to apply something positive into your life from this. Now, with without further ado, let's get into this podcast and enjoy. Hi, this is an announcement to say that the Policy Podcast is now available on Patreon. Patreon is where I'll be adding exclusive behind-the-scenes content, exclusive questions that I'll be asking my guests, and many more clips from the Free Flow Force and much more, as well as the Positive Podcast merch that'll be on there as well. You can click in the link in the bio and it will take you to the Patreon page. Thank you. Hi, and welcome to Positive Podcast. In this episode, I'm joined with Amber Khan. Amber is the founder of Repurpose Den and Grow Business. She's also the author of the number one bestseller, Guilt-Free Motherhood. Amber helps to transform people's podcasts, webinars, and live streams and books into online marketing experiences. In this podcast, we talk about Amber's journey, motivation, mindset, positivity, the work that she does, and much more. I hope you take a lot of value from this episode as I really had a great time talking to Amber and there's a lot of good, good content to take away from this. Now, sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode. Tuning in, trying to find out how to win. Go along and tell a friend. Marathon, you know the game. Keep on running, never end. Getting better, make a man. Adam got it, Adam got it, Adam got it, Adam got it. Positivity. Right, Amber, it's uh, it's great to have you on the podcast today. How are you doing? I'm doing quite well, actually. Thank you for having me, Adam. No, no, you're most welcome. It's it's really great to have you on. And um, yeah, I just thought I'd introduce you and basically. Um, introduce you to see how you kind of got into what you do because you've been featured by hsbc waterstone startup weekend you've got an international bestseller in five countries guilt-free motherhood uh daily motion barnes and noble and you do a lot of work on like social media and and as well how do you kind of get into all this and entrepreneurship and well um you know my journey to entrepreneurship it's um Uh, It's not so very different from, I think, I would say a lot of uh, mothers who have worked in corporate 
um, and uh, and then one day realized uh, that this wasn't for them. I, for me, it was almost 15 years ago, uh, actually waiting in the ladies' room at the HSBC HQ in Canary Wharf. Mm. I was on the 37th floor, holding a, a pregnancy test stick in my hand, uh, waiting for the results to pop up on its tiny digital screen that would tell me if I was expecting a second child uh, or not. And turns out I was. And that day, everything changed. Mm. The steps that I took, uh, from that day onwards, um, the decisions that I made um, was a start of an unexpected roller coaster of a journey uh, for me personally. Uh, I knew this much at that point that nothing was going to be the same. I didn't know what I was going to be doing, what I wanted to do, or how it's all going to pan out. I just knew this much that the the current scenario of working in corporate was over, as and something else was awaiting me um, on the other side. Mm. yeah that's that's it's crazy isn't it how like life can happen and you know when you're in such a high kind of role or in you know work for a big company how something like this can happen in, you know when you're pregnant and then you have to kind of pivot and change you know your life and your situation and everything else and your commitments I suppose as well yeah and you also have to keep that in mind you know things are different now right so this 15 years ago, we didn't have that flexibility, especially in a, in a bank uh, or in a corporate environment. Um, you know, we were not given that much flexibility of working from home. There was no flexibility of working from home. Uh, even working part-time was, was, you know, uh, very, very difficult to negotiate that with your, uh, with your boss if you had kids. So, um, you know, uh, now things are different, right? So it, it, I'm sure now mothers, hopefully things are, are getting better for them. Um, but at that time, I didn't have much of an option. And it, looking for that kind of some balance in life, I realized that maybe it's time to quit and and start on that journey of entrepreneurship, which I, I'd always dreamt of, right? But I just, you know, life happened, you know, kids happened, got married, so all those things. And I just didn't know um, how and when um, I would go about it. But it, it, at that point, I decided, okay, I, you know, this is an opportunity, you know, take it and, and and go with it. And initially I did a lot of many different things. I, I started selling um, um, any and everything basically uh, from household products to anything on Amazon and eBay because that was early days of Amazon and eBay where um, uh, they had just come on <laughs> into the yeah. world. And uh, it was, um, you know, it's quite easy to sell uh, stuff and for people to find your things from all around the world and that was my start into not only the business world but the online world and online marketing world so that was pretty much the start of it that's pretty awesome and i think as you said like um you know the world and society you know has changed quite a bit and as you mentioned like a lot of corporate companies and businesses probably wouldn't you know allow people to to do part-time back in the day and yeah. um you know like especially like working from home and the pop I, I don't know if they did work i mean i think only a couple of jobs probably did work from home and um mm. now i think kind of people are more understanding and diverse and flexible aren't they and yeah. you know with, with the internet and marketing and ebay i mean it, it's massive isn't it like you know in terms of what you can sell and what you can do and you know the the potential reach that you can you can have. I think that's like definitely a great way to kind of start out, isn't it? You know, selling on eBay. Um, 
think um, it's a lot. It's how I think a lot of entrepreneurs kind of start out. Yeah, and, and I think even though it was early days, I knew that much that I wanted to have an online business. Like even 15 years ago, I uh, I was dead set on having an online business. I didn't know what shape or form it would take, but I was determined to find out. Okay, this is in there. You know, there's this world called online world. People do business on it and you have to learn marketing and sales and all those. So, you know, it got me into all of those things. I joined the business accelerator. I started reading books, talking, to, connecting to people like what you're doing, right? It's, um, and, and you learn through that journey in a step-by-step, um, you, your ideas get better, your execution gets better, um, and which has eventually led to uh, me um, uh, now owning um, marketing business uh, called Repurpose Den, where we help uh, entrepreneurs and purpose-led leaders elevate their game. So, you know, it's been a journey. It's it's not like, you know, one day I woke up and I was like, aha, I know exactly what I need to do and I did it. Yeah, yeah, that's it. It's um, it's definitely a journey, isn't it? And, yeah. You know, that a process of where it's kind of step by step and, and, and one thing leading to one thing and then to the next. And I think, you know, like things do happen for a reason, don't they really? It's um, yeah. kind of all kind of build you as, as like a person. And um, I suppose it's really rewarding in what you're doing as well, like as, uh, you know, CEO of like Repurpose Them because you you can work with people in companies and get to know them and help them um, in what they're doing. Like kind of, can you talk a bit more about like Repurpose Them and kind of what it's about? So it kind of involves. Yeah, sure. So basically, I mean, um, you know, the the, per, the the reason uh, why I do what I do is 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 that uh, you know I've always believed in championing others and through Repurpose Den I feel we are doing exactly that that we champion entrepreneurs that are change makers innovators and purpose led leaders so that not just a few but many more benefit from what they have to offer and 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 we do this through providing content repurposing service services where we transform their thought leadership content, their ideas, their knowledge, their expertise, um, and and make it um, conversation worthy, uh, whether it's on social media or um, through their emails or through their uh, newsletters, so that they're uh, able to reach and impact a lot more many people in their own uh, tribes. Mm. No, that's, that's awesome. And I think, you know, like, with social media, and I've talked about this recently, with social media and the uh, society and trying to get out your message and uh, your mission, like there's a lot of kind of noise. And I think there's so many people trying to do it that it, it can be quite difficult for people to try and figure out how to get out there and, you know, what, what it is that they're doing. Because I think there's, there's a lot of different ways of doing it and there's a lot of competition. So like, I think it's great what you're doing because that can help people kind of have that leverage. Yeah, absolutely. It is about leveraging, um, you know, uh, what we have. And, you know, it, and it, it's the same in, in, in your life. It's not just business or content, you know. Yes, in, in business, through our business, that's what we're doing. We're helping thought leaders leverage what they have uh, 
um, into something bigger and more impactful. And, and that's what we do in our life as well. Whatever we are given, whatever we, we have, we often forget that um, we haven't really leveraged the power of it um, to its maximum capacity. Um, sometimes we give up too early. Yeah, that's, that's a really great point. I think a lot of people sometimes, I can't remember what the statistics are, but it said something like sometimes people fit, stop doing a podcast after like um, X, Y, Z amount of episodes. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I've seen it happen so many times. That's why I was quite impressed that you've started, you said you started doing this a year ago, something like that, and you've recorded like what, some 200 episodes? <laughs> Yeah. So that's amazing. I mean, it's about consistency, right? You, you stay consistent, you stay true to yourself. Um, and you if you give up, if you had given up, you know, 50 episodes in or whatever, you'd never know what the kind of people you're going to meet, the relationship you're going to form, and, and, and the other opportunities that might come your way. Yeah. Yeah, no, I really appreciate that. And I think, like, it's it's true, isn't it? Because it's like, um, if you if you don't do it, then, you know, you kind of, closing yourself off to opportunities and meeting like you know incredible people and um i was looking back at an old video i did i did and i was talking about doing a podcast back sometime in january a couple of years ago i was thinking yeah. what was i doing in that time like um you know why didn't i do it and i think sometimes people get caught up on like limiting beliefs and fear and things like that do you would you say you kind of experience that with uh clients of yours you know who may be, I don't know, afraid or having difficulties in putting out content or um, that kind of thing? That they, that they were scared of putting content out there? Yeah, or having difficulty putting, you know, things out. Yeah, uh, it's okay. There are a lot of factors. With, uh, with entrepreneurs, usually it is, you know, that they don't have the time because a lot of them are working in the business. So, you know, that which means that they don't have the time to think about a lot of other things that they can leverage within the business. And, and, and at other times, uh, it's what you spoke about, the fear of what will people think about um, uh, me or my content? What, you know, who am I? Um, what's the, uh, the, you know, the, the imposter syndrome sort of kicks in. Um, uh, mm. a lot of points for all I, I'm sure all of us have been there at that place I was there as well myself for uh, for the longest time thinking you know um, what have I got to say you know am I worthy enough to share this um, uh, information so yeah we all go through those stages I think they're natural um, uh, so it's a it's a natural process but I I guess, uh, you know, not staying there is where uh, the development happens, right? We have to grow out of it and, and step into, um, uh, into being bold and being brave um, uh, with our message and uh, our thoughts. Um, so, yeah, I mean, uh, I, from experience, we come across people with all sorts of, um, um, you know, hindrances uh, that are keeping um, them from not sharing uh, their content um, and that's where we sort of come in I guess you know to help alleviate um, uh, their fears um, uh, so that you know they can step into their um, genius zone and do what they're supposed to be doing and what they're good at doing. Yeah no definitely and I think it's really rewarding you know by doing that and helping them to to uh, shift and 
grow in that process. And as you mentioned, it, it is a process. And, you know, I think some of that I've learned is like, you know, a lot of patience, it takes time. And um, those kind of like, you know, the imposter syndrome or like limiting beliefs and fear, it's kind of sometimes part of that process, isn't it? Because you're you're doing something where you're taking risks and you're, you're pushing out your comfort zone into the unknown, aren't you, in it, in it as well? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Would, uh, would you say that you have any like favorite books that you like to read um, or read? Oh, yeah. I mean, I've read tons of books and I mean, some are business uh, related, some are um, um, spiritual um, and sort of uh, guidance related. I, I like to read a lot of spiritual books as well. Mm. From business, I, I guess um, uh, I've I've read uh, The Ultimate Sales Machine by Chad Holmes multiple times. <laughs> it was sort yeah. of my uh, <laughs> introduction to the sales world, you can say. Um, um, and so uh, the other one was um, Expert Secrets by Russell Brunson and Four Hour Week by Tim Ferriss. So, I mean, uh, there, there are quite a few in the business genre. Um, where, and when it comes to spiritual uh, sort of life enhancing books, um, I found um, Patience and Gratitude by Al Josia. Um, Secrets of Divine Love is quite recent by uh, uh, Miss Helwa. Um, beautiful, beautiful books. Um, you know, they get you, I don't know. I mean, it, it depends, you know, where you are in your life, in your journey. I find reading spiritual books um, quite comforting and, um, mm. and, to, and to, you know, it also makes, keeps you on the right path, I guess, you know, because we're humans, right? Every now and then we falter and, and we think, you know, what the hell am I doing? You know, am I even yeah. to be doing what I'm doing, right? Um, so, you know, speaking to such people, reading such books sort of gives you that, um, you know, uh, to accept yourself as who you are and know that what you're doing is is right and, and, and good for other people. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. No, that's that's awesome, and I think I I really agree with you. And I I think like reading is a great way, you know, where you can learn a lot. Sometimes you can learn things about yourself, and you can apply, you know, things you take from books to your life. And there's, you, you know, different parts, different times in your life, you can then connect with certain books and really learn a lot. And I think like spiritual books, you know, you can definitely kind of tap into a lot as well. Um, it's like really kind of rewarding. Yeah, and, and I feel they're part of your personal development, right? We were all, we're, you know, I'm not the same person I was when I was 20, when I was 15 or when I was mm. 30. So, we, you know, reading uh, helps us grow personally um, at every level, you know. Um, yeah. Not just that, you know, I want to enhance my marketing or business skills, but like personally, I want to be a better human um, than I was yesterday or day before. Um, and, and yeah, definitely these life enhancing books do that. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's definitely it. And you know, everyone's different. Everyone likes different books and, and, and that's okay. Isn't it? Um, you know, business books and self-development, self-development books are really key in kind of, you know, enhancing your growth. And, um, I was just thinking as well, like, do you have any role models like growing up or now or mentors and that kind of thing? Yeah. I mean, um, 
I've mentioned this once before as well, not people, not many people, I would say not many people outside, I guess, Pakistan would know about him. His passed mm. him a few years ago. His name was Abdul Sattar Evi. And he, mm. he was nominated for Nobel Peace Prize as well. At the same time, I think Obama wasn't and Obama won it. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, I was biased and I thought that he should have won it. Um, um, and for 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 great many thousand reasons, because he he was a man I have I do not know of another man in my in my current living life I'm talking about not from history um uh, like him who lived such a simple life you know owning two pairs of you know clothings two pairs of shoes mm. and a two-bedroom house and all he cared about was giving and he created mm. the world's biggest free ambulance service that's just wow. one of the things he did right he's got the biggest orphanage in in Pakistan um, it's got so many to all, I mean, the work that he has done, you know, I do not know of anybody who's, who's done this, starting from himself, right? Him and his wife used to, they would find home, you know, homeless people uh, who have passed away. There's nobody to not bury them. He would find them and he would carry out their burials. His wow. own, right? amazing amazing person so you know when you are such a person people give with their eyes closed and this is a this is a fact you know he would every time he would need money because he's now building for example he has to build a new building for for the or uh, orphan girls they're now growing up so they have to have a new education center you know what he would do because there was no online or um, funding of uh, uh, fundraising platforms mm. there he would stand in the middle of the road right and with with his arms spread and and balls on either side right and you know wow, what wow. people people would just come and give this is this this is this is a true fact millions and millions right to him just because they trust him they don't he doesn't need to ask for anything people don't need to ask him any questions that where this money will be going they just know they know it in their heart that's going to the right place you know, mm -hmm. that's that's how, you know, that's what I believe the person uh, that shows who you are in your personality, that when you can blindly trust a person like that, you know, that is somebody worth looking up to. Yeah, no, that's really powerful, isn't it? And, you know, what humility and, you know, empathy that that person has to, you know, care about people who a lot of people sometimes might not look at in the way that he is if that makes sense and to carry out those those roles and, and helping other people and wanting to make a difference in some way it's uh it's it's like i said you know with with your eyes closed you know he's, he's doing it yeah and he had no desire for worldly things do you see you know we see now we know a lot of people who give you know they'll, they'll give charity and stuff but he just didn't give charity he just didn't give his time and money he 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 showed it with his life that how you know that one can live a, a very simple but a very very fulfilling life 
you know, he lived a fulfilling life. How many people can say that? I mean, we, we know rich celebrities don't have a fulfilling life as well mm. either, right? So he did something so beautiful. You know, he had all the opportunity. I mean, you know, he could have taken a huge salary for, uh, for what he was doing. You know, people gave him millions and millions. He was entitled to taking it. But this, this wasn't his agenda. This wasn't his goal. This wasn't his purpose. Um, you know, he felt fulfilled in the simple way he was living and and the way and the very many people he was helping. That was enough for him. Mm. It's really, it's really powerful, isn't it? Really, uh, you know, selfless, you know, to selfless. just, Absolutely. yeah, it's, it's amazing. What, what an amazing person. After uh, I definitely looked them up and, and looked more <laughs> into them. Yeah. I, I think I've heard the name before, but I've never like properly kind of looked into it that's amazing it's it's, it's important is it to have kind of mentors and, and and people that we kind of like look up to to you know draw like goodness from and kind of learn from yeah and also it, it gives you um sort of perspective you know when you're is in point in life or when you're having those days where you're thinking you know man you know i need to earn more i need to make more i don't have mm. this i need to buy a new car and or i need a bigger house and thing you know thinking about these people or the things that they're doing or the message they're spreading it gives you a sort of perspective and and you know sort of shakes you shakes you into you know you know you know be real you know there's a lot more to life than you know you know than just dreaming for a bigger better house or a car um and to strive just towards that um so it gives you you know even though you know um i don't know any other person who would like him but it's 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 like we at least you know it gives you some perspective about how can we be a little bit better from who we are today, right? Just that, you know, I, I am not saying that I'm going to be like him or I want to be like him, that I will live in with just two pairs of shoes. That's quite impossible for a woman. But you know, <laughs> uh, at least it gives me some perspective about, you know, that um, if, if, I, if I can be just a little bit better than who I was yesterday or the day before yesterday, then I know I'm making progress, yeah? And if life is all about progress. As long as we are making progress, then hopefully, you know, we are moving towards living a more fulfilling life. Yeah. No, I, I love that. And I think it's so true. And I think, you know, just using, you know, your, that perspective, isn't it? You know, like changing your perspective and looking at things in a different way and, you know, being humble about what you have and, you know, trying to be better, you know, each day by, you know, doing little kind of small differences and, you know, looking at other people and what they're doing really can't, you know, and hearing about other people's experiences can really kind of um, motivate you to to do something different, I think. Definitely. I think, um, you know, in what, in what you're doing as well, in your work and, you know, like uh, helping other businesses and starting out in entrepreneurship, you know, there are a lot of people out there who, probably want to be doing the same you know but they're held by, by um fear and things like that yeah yeah absolutely and um you know and and it also gives you an opportunity just like it gives us an opportunity that when we when other uh, entrepreneurs invest in air services it gives us an opportunity uh, to give back more as well you know, um, and and we, we do it through many of our uh, lifetime partnerships um, with charities like Beeb and Jeevan and Kiva. But 
but it's 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 a cycle right it, it, it the, the giving cycle doesn't stop it keeps on going and that's what i love about um mm. you know um entrepreneurship and helping other entrepreneurs that we can all make a difference and together it makes a huge impact you know maybe not mm-hmm. by one person but together we can make a huge difference yeah no definitely it's definitely true and i think it's it's um it's abundance isn't it like the universe and the world world works it's very like abundance like there's uh you know it and you in what you give out it kind of comes back to you, i find oh yeah absolutely absolutely um i i i wholeheartedly believe in that um you know that that uh, i i i actually believe that whatever you give uh, comes back to you tenfolds you know mm. i have seen it personally in my life and and not you know people think well yeah r- right you know how does it really work you know and, and and it's not like it you know it's not like you can say oh yes i can i can prove it by the number of zeros in my account right but it comes back in such beautiful ways that when you when you having a difficult time in in your life that trouble goes away right before mm-hmm. before it takes you down right and that these are these are the results of what you did in your past or where, when we, maybe you help somebody you, you in whatever way right it's when your dif- difficulties are taken care of where others are still in adversity and stuff that's that's where i feel that you know how how privileged we are and how grateful i am that it's not like no one's life is without adversity right and or without difficult periods in 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 life and it's about how we get through them and and how quickly we get through them how quickly they get resolved you know there are many a times in my personal life and i've seen it with you know with people around me as well um that you were in a situation where thinking oh my god i don't know how i'm going to solve this i don't know how how we are going to uh get money for this or i i'm not even sure if we can get out of this situation and then something happens and the situation gets resolved right and i mm-hmm. believe it's that karma or of you know maybe something we did good <laughs> you know in in yeah. previous years um and that that karma uh helped us get out of this situation and it's it's a matter of faith i guess not everybody uh, can can fathom this yeah no i see exactly i think it's definitely true though and i think it's uh it's so important that you know providing value to other people and you know like making that difference and being kind to people it comes back to you and i remember like during um you know the christmas time i was as in a car park with my two brothers and um I had no change on me and mm. I was you have these these crappy text and park things where yeah. you have to text the number put in your bank details create an account and it was freezing cold it was raining and I I stood outside this this payment meter for like 20 minutes trying to get it working and this guy came up to me and gave me like a pound wow. you know for the car yeah. and there was other people who were walking past looking at me driving past no one else and i know it's it sounds really like small but um i was uh, like you know that's that's calm you know yeah, that that guy's looked at me what else going on gone out his way to help me and then i think you know yeah that i'm going to help want to help someone else and it, it, you know it kind of works like you know karma 
Absolutely. You know, such a small gesture, but you remember it to this day. And you're probably going to remember it for years to come. <laughs> yeah. Right? What a beautiful thing to do. And it's not about the amount and stuff. It's about how somebody came to your rescue or whatever situation you were in and solved that little tiny problem for you. You know? Yeah. Yeah. That's it. It's, it's powerful, isn't it? You know, small, small things are big things yeah. in hindsight, aren't they? They all like, like add up. And, um, I just thinking like before we round up as well. I was just thinking like how, like with your uh, the book that you did, uh, Guilty Motherhood. Like, what's that about? And uh, where can people find that? Like, what kind of like inspired you to do that? Yeah, uh, I mean, um, it's available on Amazon. So if anybody wishing to get grab their hands on, it's called yeah. Free Motherhood. And it came about from my experience. Um, um, it I published the book. Um, actually about exactly about six years ago when my uh, I was in the writing pro process from beforehand it took me a couple of years to, uh, to get it published yeah. right after my daughter was born six years ago actually she was four months old I think when it was published yeah. um, and it, it was different from my experience because growing up you know um, I come from a culture where you know we were always told that you know everybody else everything every uh, comes first before our own but uh, well-being you know as a woman we never I thought of our own well-being we were always giving women in my family always saw them giving doing things for their husbands doing things for their brothers uh, doing things for their kids so their life revolved around all of these people and not around them at all right and, and, and as a result I saw that such young women and in their 40s 50s have, have developed health issues because Rightly so, they never took care of themselves, right? So they've got arthritis, they've got diabetes, they've got severe health problems because they never had the time to even think about, and others didn't make them see it either, that you know they come first so that they're in a better shape to look after others. And, um, and I saw, you know, I was going on the same path when I, I had my kids, two kids, and I, and I felt my health go down really, really bad. I was in a bad spiral bad place mm. at that time um and i and i thought and i was so young and i was like this can't be right you know if i'm feeling like this you know what will i feel like when i'm 60 or 80 right mm. Mm. Uh, 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 i'll probably be on on bed all day yeah uh, uh, and that's what you know it started uh, uh, me having these conversations with other moms here and i and i started to get a different um aspect of how how other women do it how other mothers do it and so you know I decided you know okay maybe it's time we you know we, I, I should write about how how we usually mothers uh, feel about themselves how do they uh, forget to uh, look after themselves how do they neglect their health and well-being not realizing the consequences of it um, and um, so wrote the book and I interviewed a lot of other uh, amazing mums in that process as well who are mentioned uh, in the book uh, their experience and the lessons that other mums can learn from them wow no, that's that's really great that you've done that you, you know you use your experience and, and uh, put it into a book and I think I've, I've spoke to a few people who come from different backgrounds and cultures and I think like um, that that does happen quite a lot doesn't it yeah. like you said um, that and a half the, and a lot of the time you because it's you know maybe your family or the people you're around you, you kind of end up doing that the same and then 
sometimes over time you then kind of realize kind of what's going on and um I think it's really you know rewarding like you know you've done that and you can help other people through that as well who may be going through something similar you know or the same um because I think it, it definitely definitely does happen yeah definitely and that's was the only reason I wrote the book for that hopefully you know if it's and I've got messages from hundreds of moms around the mm. world but you know if, if you know even if just mom one mom would was to you know read it and say you know um, I, I get it. I know it helped me, and and they may and they take steps towards maybe changing um, uh, their own life, or you know. Then I know it was well worth it. You know, even though it took two years to do it, but it was yeah, uh, it was well worth it. Yeah, no, that's it. Definitely, it's really nice. And um, I just want to say, like you know, like a massive thank you for like um, acceptance come on on the podcast, and it's been really great talking to you, and it really really means a lot. You know, I wish you all the best and, and what you're doing. Uh, only my pleasure. I'm, I'm glad you asked. And I wish you success, happiness and fulfillment in life. Thank, thank you. Um, that really means a lot. And, you know, I, I wish you, you know, the exact same to you and, and all that you're doing. And um, where, where can people find you like on social media? And you also have a podcast as well, right? Yep. So, um, yeah, um, best place to get in touch with me is LinkedIn. My tag is at meetumberfan. It's the same for Instagram at meetumberfan and uh, same for Facebook. Um, but I'm most active on in LinkedIn. Um, mm. uh, so um, I have a live show, a LinkedIn live show, which I do once a week. Um, but you, you can also check out my YouTube channel, which is um, Sharing Ideas with Amber Khan. The podcast is about to launch. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it's in that process, but you can find me either on YouTube or on LinkedIn. No, oh, that's awesome. And um, yeah, if you ever need anything for me to promote at all, I, I can always do that. And I'll always share your content because I really like what you're doing. And um, I think, you know, you're really genuine and it's really um, nice. But um, but yeah, I wish, I wish you all the best in what you're doing. Oh, and, yeah. uh, stay in touch. Thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. Hi, and thank you for tuning into the Positive Podcast. I would just like to announce that I have just recently created a Facebook group for listeners and for people who would like to network with other podcasters and to network with other people who listen to the podcast as well. The link can be found in the bio of my profile as well as the bio of my episodes and the Facebook group um, is called The Positivity People. All you have to do is send an invite request and I'll accept it for you to join. I hope to see you there. Have a great day. Take care. Hi, I'd just like to say a massive thank you for listening to the podcast. You can also check out the podcast on YouTube at The Positive Podcast. You can also check out my Instagram at positive 94 where I put lots of podcast clips and snippets and a lot more content as well. I really appreciate you 
for supporting me in my podcast and supporting me in my content. It really, really means a lot. Any feedback, any questions, any queries, you can email me at thepolicypodcast.gmail.com. And I look forward to hearing from you and connecting. Take care.